ladies and gentlemen. Pay attention. This is your boy, the coach from the WWE. I would like to welcome you to the very first wrestling podcast in the world to take you on a weekly deep dive in the classic matches along with legends of the squared circle. Enjoy the discussion. Enjoy the back and forth. There's so much to get into. Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Payoff. Welcome to an all-new episode of The Payoff. I'm Tom. That's Jeff. Jeff, we're covering Steve Austin and ECW. I am very, yep. very excited for this one. Um, uh, you're going to fill us in on what was going on with this, because we remember some of his promos. I remember there was some Mikey Whipwreck feuding, but I, I don't remember a lot about his ECW run. So I'm excited for you to recap that and for us to cover this one. Um, any any reason in particular you picked this? Uh, no, I'll be honest with you. This was what it kept showing up. Like, and it was just one of those, like, I have never seen this, even reading and writing up the reviews. I don't, like, ECW was your wheelhouse, not mine. And so um, I have no clue what's about to happen here. Look at this long hair Austin standing in the ring, though, as we're waiting. We got this queued up. Like, I... I don't know what to expect. I don't know. I, I really, do, I think I probably, I love just throwing the occasional uh, ECW match on here for you. And so, uh, and for us. And so, cause I just haven't seen a whole lot. So I, I got no reason other than it's an EC dub. Let's do it. You know? <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, I'm pumped to cover this, man. Let's get into the build. Oh, it's time for the build. This is a really interesting show, Jeff, because a lot happens. Um, yeah, November to remember was a, a big ECW event, arguably their their biggest signature event. This is the third time they did November to remember, but just a ton happens on this show. Um, Sabu's back after a, a short WCW run. The Blue Meanie uh, is going to debut. You've got just some legendary characters on this show. I'll, I'll get into all this, but it was just a really uh, fun show. Um, we'll, we'll talk about it during the uh, during the match, but very highly rated show. Uh, mm -hmm. There was like an eight and a half out of ten, and a seven out of ten, and you know, just a lot of historical significance to this show. Uh, so really fun. Um, 12 matches on the show. Of course, many of them are quick, but I'll just quickly run through. Uh, well, first of all, a Don E. Allen versus Broad Street Bully ends in a no contest. I didn't know they had no contests in ECW. Uh, Bubble Ray Dudley is going to defeat the Broad Street Bully in a minute. Conan is going to defeat Jason in 14 seconds with Taz as a special guest referee. Uh, Taz turned heel on this show. Uh, and became the human suplex machine. Stevie Richards is accompanied by the Blue Meanie making his debut. He's going to defeat El Puerto Ricano in three minutes. The Pitbulls are going to defeat the Eliminators in 11 minutes. Uh, Francine's accompanying the Pitbulls. Rey Mysterio Jr. is going to defeat Psychosis in the Mexican death match. Did we cover that one? Uh, I think maybe I'll I take a look here. We, I think we may have, uh, two cold Scorpio and the Sandman are going to defeat the public enemy. 
Axel Rotten is going to defeat JT Smith. Bill Alfonso is going to defeat Todd Gordon. Uh, Beulah McGillicuddy is a special guest referee. Then the match we covered. Then Sabu makes his ECW return, defeating Hack Myers. And then the main events, Terry Funk and Tommy Dreamer defeating Raven and Cactus Jack. I mean, if you were there, you saw Mysterio, Mick Foley, Sabu, Steve Austin, Taz, Conan, the Dudleys. I mean, are you kidding me? This is why I love ECW during this era so much. What a show. Uh, how do we get Mikey Whipwreck, uh, your ECW World Heavyweight Champion, wrestling Steve Austin? Yeah, so for starters, yes, we did cover that match. Like last week, we had forgot it was two years ago again. Okay. Like, like so it was back in November of 21, we covered that one. And so, and we're repo for those of you listen, we are reposting a lot of these old episodes and the payoff returns to the archives. And so, uh, make sure we're checking those out. Some of our original episodes, like, yeah, you know, listen to that. So, yeah, this match, though, uh, of course, Mikey Whiprep, Steve Austin on this one. So, this November to Remember show, obviously taking place in November, November 18th, 1995. But we're going to go back to August, actually. It was an episode of ECW where you had Whipwreck uh, defeating the Sandman at the time in a non-title Singapore Kane match. And then at Gangster's Paradise, Whipwreck and the Public Enemy defeated Two Cold Scorpio, New Jack, and the, Sang and the Sandman. It was a Gangster's Paradise cage match when you had Whipwreck penning Sandman again. And so on the September 26th show of ECW, uh, you had Steve Austin making his ECW debut, setting his sights immediately on the World Heavyweight Championship. And so it, like, it, right away, he's in this feud between Whipwreck and the Sandman. And so um, some notes here that I had put. So uh, I just some behind the scenes stuff that I thought was interesting. Austin was contacted by Paul Heyman, uh, who had previously managed him in WCW. Heyman hired him to do promos and in-ring interviews as he had not adequately recovered from his injury, paying Austin $500 a night. Changing uh. his nickname to Superstar, Austin debuted in ECW at Gangster's Paradise on September 18, 1995. While in ECW, Austin used the platform to develop his future Stone Cold persona as well as series of vi uh, vignettes running down WCW in general and Bischoff in particular, most memorable in several promos that mocked his then status as Nitro host by introducing Monday NyQuil, where he was joined by Bongo, of course, Steve Mongo McMichael, and promoting the show where the boy big boys play with each other. Uh, several wrestlers have credited ECW as the place where Austin developed his microphone skills. Austin has credited Heyman as the man who taught him how to cut a promo. Uh and so with that, so Austin right away debuting, putting himself in the feud. So you had October 31st episode of ECW. Whipwreck defeated the Sandman in a ladder match to win the championship. And so uh, it was literally two weeks prior to this November to Remember show, three weeks, give or take, um, where Whipwreck got the belt, beating the Sandman. And because of Austin just being in there, he gets, you know, being part of the feud, he gets the title shot here. So, yeah, we got to. It could have been this match uh, for the, um, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, best matches under five minutes because this was a very short match. And so uh, it could have been part of why we got this. Yes. Okay. Oh, good. I, I love some of these like short matches. All right. So uh, let's jump into this one. We are at the one hour and 53 minute mark of ECW November to remember 1995. One hour, 53 minute mark. 
Jeff, are you ready? Yeah, I'm excited. I am too, man. I'm pumped to cover this one. Let's get into the payoff. Oh, it's time for the payoff. All right, here we go. You ready? Yeah, yeah, I got it going here. But it just, you, you love this grimy ECW look. Like, this is what I remember EC, like, every time. Like, ECW, like, I can't imagine it being in like high def nowadays if it was still around. Like, there's just no way. Like, you couldn't do this anymore. But yeah. Yeah. Steve Austin rocking a, a just a random tank top and wrestling gear. Like, you see his Austin on the side of his trunks, long hair. God, so crazy thing. He's just he's re- literally a cut off tee. Like you yeah. you'd see like somebody like like you and I would wear to the gym or something. Like that's his ring gear right now. It's crazy to think. Oh, is that red boots? Like, yeah, your, man. Your, geez. Your doesn't, yeah, and it doesn't even match, man. Oh, so good. Uh the from what I can find, the last match that Mikey Whipwreck wrestled was 2012. Ironically, it was a barbed wire board death match. Highest rated matches of his career. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, him and uh, Yoshihiro Tajiri. Okay. Who we love. Uh, against the FBI. There was a four and a quarter tag team match that they wrestled in 2000. There was also another match against uh, Kid Cash and Super Crazy. That was. Oh, geez. Okay. So we're off and running here. All right. So Austin attacks him, takes him on the outside. It, and and remember, um, when Austin, before his neck injury, like in this era, he was an incredible worker. Not that he wasn't even after those injuries, but, I mean, his just, like, look how fast he is. and just he was, he, That was a full-on sprint to knock yeah. Whipwreck out of the ring. That was crazy. He's just, he's just really, really quick and, and was really good in the ring. Um, and, I mean, obviously, great, great physique and – yeah, and even a tall guy too. I mean, I don't know how tall he is, but he's a pretty tall guy. All right, so he's he's attacking Whipwreck here, um, going after him. This 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 stretch here. I mean, this this is what made Steve Austin. You know, you take mm-hmm. this out of his career, and he just goes to the WWF without this little run here. He doesn't discover this whole thing. It's just crazy, it's- man. Like. How right away, yeah. Arguably, the greatest star of all time could have just been a, a mid card act that was, you know, out of the business. You know, sometimes the the difference between you know success and mediocrity or failure or whatever. I mean, in the wrestling business, it's so slim. I mean, you just look at certain guys, and you know, it's pretty wild to think about. Like, yeah, it's it really- not like Steve Austin was destined to be a star, right? I mean, Hulk, anyway, Hulk Hogan could have been a mid-carder his whole career. Boy, that's crazy to think about. But, <laughs> Hogan, right, cool. But, I mean, what about what about Hulk Hogan was so unique? I mean, he was big. Other guys were big, too. He wasn't the greatest worker. Arguably wasn't even the greatest promo, right? But it's just that package, and they just, you know, caught fire with it. Well, like Warrior, what? They found him on the beach working out or whatever, or in the gym, or Gold's gym. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, your boy Goldberg. I mean, same thing. Like, it's just, it's just crazy. It's some of the biggest stars ever. It was just completely accidental. 
Yeah, at the same time, who would have thought, like, and I think, like, you know, we're a few weeks ago now at this point, but, like, that No Mercy show, like, I was cheering for Baron Corbin. Like, you know, who would have thought that a couple of, you know, years ago or something like that? Like, that was a great opening match. Like, yeah, so. How about that thing you sent me about the, uh, and I think it was maybe like a six-month difference, the uh, pop of L.A. Night six months ago. Oh, boy, yeah, that was a great video, yeah, of, like, just going ape shit for him nowadays, yeah, when they ran out with Cena, yeah. I mean, where did that even come from? Because it's not like he, it's not like he debuted on the main roster and people like loved him. It's like I don't, I don't know how he got so over so fast. Like where, where did that come from? I don't know, and it's super interesting though because I, uh, he's great. They've got him packaged great. He's great in the ring. Like he's got the bit buy-in from the crowd. Like, but I think this is one of those like. You got to like I they're striking while it's hot. Like good for him. Like you know and. You know, the crowd is behind him. It's like a Danielson, like, you know, I think they're actually, well, that one they fought against actively. Like this one, I think they are buying into it as well, too. Meaning like, hey, if this guy's a moving merch, like if this guy is, uh, you know, getting over with the crowd, let's go with him. And like pairing him with Cena, like yet. You can't tell me that they're not behind him when they're pairing him with Cena. You got Austin feigning an elbow injury at this point, like keeps like pointing at it, but Whipwreck just keeps stomping him. Yeah, I, I just the LA Knight thing, I just didn't um I, I just it's like where did it come from? Like he wasn't over and then he just was all of a sudden. Yeah. I don't know. If, I don't know if that's one of those where you just it, it it picks up momentum on Twitter, like and it's like people are just like, hey, LA Knight's like really good. And then people are like, Yeah, wow, he is. And then the cheers. So I don't it's just I really don't know how that happens so quickly and it's not like anything major happened it's not like they put him in some major angle people just started cheering for the dude out of nowhere and it's not like he has a like a character gimmick he is just a character like you know what's not you know i think like it's almost a little bit like zach Ryder, like getting over as well too like he got over on his own with the crowd and while wwe you always hear the stories like they don't like that but we're gonna get the roll up here from whipwreck nope maybe Wow. Whoa. Hello. P- pulling the trunks here. So he beats him. And we see a tan line bare ass Austin on this one. Yeah, with this a small package because Austin has beat the shit out of Whipwreck for five minutes here. I don't think he's got in a single punch. Yeah, so Whipwreck actually didn't have any offense. Austin beats him up for five minutes. Whipwreck wins with a roll up by holding the tights, and he's still your champion. And okay. now Austin's gonna beat him up because I'm guessing we're gonna have at some point a rematch. Crazy. So there you go. So Austin's your heel. He beats up your 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 baby face, and that's your match. And we're out of here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's get to. The aftermath. Oh, it's time for the aftermath. Well, sure. Like I, I, I shouldn't have enjoyed that, but I did. Like I, I, I think we, we got some stuff before this. We're gonna get some stuff after this as well too. But this is, uh, like 
in order to have him retain, like that was good. Like, you know, just barely escaping. Um, that was more fun than I expected. I'm I just watched, you know, uh, you know, not even stunning Steve Austin, just beat the shit out of someone for four and a half minutes and then lose. <laughs> like that was, I enjoyed that. And he's still your champion. Is he? How about you? Yeah. I know. I really liked it too. And I just, I, I, yeah, I thought it was a fun match. And, you know, again, the historical significance of it with, you know, what Austin would become, it's really fun. I like yeah, it. Absolutely. So this one too, the feud uh, it continued actually into uh, after November to remember. It was De- so we had November to remember, December to dismember. Uh, you had the Sandman beating Whipwreck and Austin. It was a three way to win the championship back. And so uh, this was then Austin then got out of there for WWF at this point, WWE. And so um, they didn't get a whole lot, but that's okay. So uh, Whipwreck was 197 on the PWI ranking. I think that's probably one of the higher ones we've ever had with Austin at 43. Um, the uh, newsletter gave this one two and three quarters stars. The torch had a little bit of a write up here. It's hard to find, but uh, pinned Austin uh, to retain the title. Sandman was supposed to receive the title match, but Austin attacked him before the bell. Austin then got in the ring. A few Hogan chants started. Whipwreck then came to the ring and said he would wrestle Austin for the title. Austin beat on Whipwreck. Uh, Austin got on the mic and said, you are my Eric Bischoff tonight. He then attacked Whipwreck and Hogan uh, that was what he said on the mic with a Hogan like leg drop for a near fall. Um, Austin nailed a stun gun for a near fall. Whipwreck executed a surprise sunset flipped and yanked on Austin's trunks to score the three count. It was a virtual squash except for the one move. Just an okay match, but a well-executed story, which we're a fan of that around here. So, uh, yeah, so you got three and a quarter, or excuse me, two and a quarter and uh, not anything from the torch. So what are you going to put this one at? I mean, I'll give it a five. I mean, it was it was fun. I mean, not nothing to blow you away, but I I, I mean, n- not a five because it was bad, just a five because it was short and you know not a ton happened. But I, I enjoyed it. I mean, it, it's a fun five. <laughs> How about you? Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a fun six. Yeah, I'm with you. Like that's the best way to describe this one. And like I can understand why if this was on one of those best matches under five minute mad like lists i totally makes sense because it absolutely was so i enjoyed this i thought it was really good like it was you know you got five yeah you're on the toilet for a few minutes here this is a good match to go back and watch like you don't need to spend more time than that but this was really good yeah so I want to remind everybody, of course, too, don't forget that holiday season is approaching quick. You can still get those Christmas gifts for your friends using manscaped.com. Free shipping, 20% off everything in the store. Get the holiday discounts using the promo code payoff at manscaped.com. All kinds of good stuff. I would tell you, you know, what to buy, if there's, you know, but I've bought everything and it's all great. So buy anything. It's going to be great. Tom's in the same boat, too. Like, we love all of it. And so um, with that, of course, too, don't forget Caldera and Lab. Also, like, I cream for men i know it's like oh like i don't i don't use that i know what that's about that's okay like use it like especially for your lady friend or you know maybe you got a man friend whatever it is like they're gonna help you and love enjoy you just looking your best like none of us are getting any younger and so using that promo code at caldera and lab.com payoff as well too you're getting 20 percent off there as well so like i said just put the promo code payoff in and you're gonna get some kind of discount love it yeah i i i mean look i'll i'll be 40 soon and that face cream stuff. And I mean, I, I use it. I believe in it. Yeah. I think uh, every morning, every night I, I do a scrub in the shower. I, I just think you gotta, you gotta take care of yourself. Um, 
if not, it'll it'll catch up on you. So it's it's nice as you get older to have a, a youthful looking face. So I, I got I got a work trip and uh, you know this weekend, and so uh, after this recording, I got I got everything laid out on the counter so that I can get manscaped up, and so I'm uh, I'm ready to go. So yeah. Yep. So take take care of yourself, head to toe, and everything in between. All that. Yep. Uh, yeah. So we got that's what we got you covered, man. We got your face covered, we got your balls covered, we got your your body covered. So um, that's it, man. Appreciate yeah. everyone. We'll see you next week on an all-new episode of The Path.